So we have no idea if this episode is for <laughs> ourselves or not. This just you know, this just this is for us. This is for us. Maybe inspired by Megan Kuhar. By Megan Kuhar. This is the birthday episode for Megan Kuhar called yeah. Sweating Like a Pickle. Sweating like a pickle. So like Meg's whole entire life. All I know is I would look over and this child would say, I'm just sweating like a pickle. So I thought she must have picked this up somewhere on like a cartoon episode or something. But no, 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 no. That's her sense of humor. So anyway, every time I think of sweating like a pickle too, I see like this little pickle with like the little wristbands on, you know, and like the sweat, like he's got like sweat dripping off of him and like the headband. So oh, it's um, like a 1980s Jane Fonda pickle. Yes. Yes. I'm wondering what it looks like in her head. But anyway, yeah, we'll have to ask her. Definitely. We'll have to ask. We can ask, ask Meg, Meg anything. anything. <laughs> so Meg. Because her humor, you. because her humor covers everything. It really does. <laughs> it really does. It really does. And I love, you know, just if we, just for a moment. I think it's so cool how God works through her, you know, with the humor and the hair and the empathy is so strong in her. It's like, well, she is a therapist. She is a therapist. She's and a you want your therapist to be like on all scales of the emotional scale. They need to take the emotional journey with you. And she is so equipped for that. Oh my goodness. Like, what is it about us women when we sit in the chair? like the chair at the salon. Yes. You just, all of a sudden, everything, like all walls come down and you just start telling them everything. What, what, what that really is. Well, I don't know, because that happens even like, well, the person that's been cutting my hair, Kristen, I just adore her. And I have been with her for decades now. You know, so there's that strong relationship bond that forms with a person that cuts your hair. But I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that happens to people, even when they don't know the person cutting their hair, it's that posture. It's a, it's a very vulnerable position. So maybe so, that has something to do with it. So, I mean, let's tie this back to God and our posture and seeking him and really coming before the Lord and sitting in the Lord's presence. You know, because some people have a hard time connecting with the Lord. Like they're like, well, I'm just sitting here and nothing's happening. Right. So they kind of like, it's hard to get themselves positioned in that place. They're like, well, I just feel like I'm talking to thin air. If they're, you know, new in the relationship with the Lord, that kind right. of thing. Yeah. And so um, there is a lot to be said about your posture and seeking the Lord. And I can tell you what the one posture that really gets me, um, is when I get on my knees and seek the Lord, like mm -hmm. physically get on Absolutely. my knees and get on my face. Like it's so, it, it just takes me to a different place in my intimacy with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of times too, I'll be sitting in the chair. So if you go back to that, I love what you, the hair, mm -hmm. right. If, why do you get in the hair chair. Well, there's beauty attached to it, right? Like their job is they're helping you 
bring your beauty out of your hair. We've said in previous episodes, right? He cares about every strand of hair on our head. So it makes sense when we're sitting with him, he's helping us become more beautiful, but beauty of the Lord, because we're being conformed into the image of Christ, right? So when we're sitting there in the vulnerability, and I think when we recognize what he's doing, and then we get glimpses of him when we're in that interaction with him, you know, we drop to the floor and just so much thanksgiving and awe and worship and reverence and just, it's a, it's a humbling love. It's not a passive love. It's just like, you're just so moved by his beauty. You know, it doesn't, you lose sight of your own beauty and you're just laser focused on his beauty. And in that moment, when you're recognizing his beauty, that transformation happens where his beauty is reflected in you. It is like a spiritual haircut. <laughs> yeah. So to speak. Well, also something that I learned a few years ago, just in taking communion, when you take, do that literally, you know, you take the bread and the wine or the juice mm -hmm. and you go before the Lord in communion in remembrance of him. Um, when you do that, it's not like I remember thinking like, oh, that happened way back then. When you go and meet with the Lord in remembrance, it's actually you positioning your thoughts, your mind as if it's happening right then and there, you go right to that place. So when I meet with the Lord in intimacy and prayer with the Lord, um, it's really important to really position myself and be like in that present moment, right there. Like he is right there um, with you. Does that make sense? It totally does. I call that time traveling with Jesus because I mean, he's, he's the author of time. He stands outside of time. What he did on the cross. I am not smart enough to articulate this properly, but studying that word in reference to what he has done on the cross, it actually references present moment. So although that was over 2000 years ago, it happens in the present moment. And here's the cool thing. And again, you're going to have to seek out your pastor or somebody that's smarter than me. Um, it also references your past. So you can, he connects the dots on moments. He brings all those moments, your past, your future, and your present to that moment on the cross where everything changes. Well, he, he's the same yesterday, today, and Amen. forever. He's the same. So I love that, that you were talking about communion communing with him and taking communion. What more would you like to share about that? Well, Michelle and I, I don't remember how many months ago we started taking communion together daily for a period of time. We haven't in a while taken communion together, but we went through a little time period where we were meeting together daily to take communion and it was so powerful. We would literally on those days, 
we would see transformation happening within our own lives and within family members' lives that they were contacting us, different things. And we were like, we knew it was fully attributed to our time taking communion. Mm. And so um, I really feel the presence of the Lord on this. And um, so I want to encourage you, listener, um, to, I hope that this episode will prompt you to seek the Lord and and take communion. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle, which scripture would you reference them to, to just to take communion and to read through which one? If I had my pink Bible, I could tell you in a heartbeat. Um, but I don't, I don't know it off the top of my head. Oh, okay. Let me find something here. Continue to talk and I will find the scripture that I want to. Yeah. Well, I think I'll talk about communion too, because I have, you know, you hear different things about communion and we want to honor, you know, where you are. We want to walk in the love of the Lord in how you, we don't take communion lightly. And we know that there's lots of different beliefs around communion of when you can partake and when you can't, we're not here to tell you that we're here to talk about, again, our personal lives and the importance of communion and doing it with him. Um, so I think I'll just put that little nugget in there, but what's the okay. reference? Do you find it? So the one I'm going to reference you to today, and you can, again, you can find multiple scriptures on communion, but I'm going to reference you to Matthew 26, 26 through 28. Now, as they were eating, Jesus took bread and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take eat. This is my body. And he took a cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink of it, all of it. I'm sorry, drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Again, that's Matthew 26, 26 through 28. I want to encourage you today. Um, who's listening to grab this scripture and grab, um, your elements and it can be bread and juice. Um, and even as um, one of my pastors told me one time, she's like, I will take anything that I can find. If I don't have the elements, she said, I have done it before with a, um, M and M and a soda. So, um, anyway, it's just like, it doesn't, you know, go and grab elements and, and, um, Position yourself at the table with the Lord. Read that scripture and remember, put yourself right there as Jesus is speaking those words to you. And then as you take the elements, position yourself as if it were right then and there, you are at the foot of the cross and him on the cross and 
I believe as you walk through this process, Holy Spirit will come and you will have greater revelation of his resurrection power in your life. And the other part that's just popping up from my heart right now is you think about communion with the Lord in the fellowship of the brethren too. Like there is such beauty in doing this together and then doing this together with the body of Christ. There's it's, it's not just a religious thing. It is a, it's a beautiful part of the way that God brings people together. <laughs> it's that unity that we can't stir up. It reminds us of our common bond. It's the blood of Christ. It's his, it's his life that he gave for us. That's the bonding that happens. You've heard us say this on the podcast before. Linda and I have been friends for over a decade now. We have a strong friendship. The Lord has had us on different paths along the way. Like we've been in different churches. We've been in different denominations. We've had different walks with Christ. And so when we come to the scripture and we're talking about the Lord, even around communion, our heart is, I really want to honor the Lord. I want to get in his word. What does he say? What have you heard? You know, and we bring it to the Lord in order to glorify him. It, we want, um, it's all about him. It's all about him. So I think that's important too, is that fellowship and unity, that bonding that only he can bring happens there too. So friends today, I want to invite you. Um, to ask God about communion with him. Ask God about communion with him. And listen, we want to hear your voice too. So when you ask him these things, we, we just, we want to rejoice with you too. You guys have been sending us messages and comments and emails. You can do voice messages on here, which we think is really awesome. We love hearing your voice too. You are in fellowship and friendship with us. You know, we may kick things off talking about great things like sweating like, sweating a, pickle. like a pickle. Thank you, Megan Kuhar. Thank you, Meg. But we have no idea where Holy Spirit is going to lead us. And, you know, we're just living our lives out loud, but we want you to join the conversation. Yes. So until next time, ask God anything because his love covers everything. <laughs>